This week on Non-Native Creative, I have the pleasure of sharing a chat with videographer, good friend, and hilarious human, Ice Ayoso. Ice was my producer for many years at Innovative Language. She was a big behind-the-camera force for many of the language learning videos we have online today. She was also behind the camera and the microphones uh, for the first few episodes of Non-Native Creative. These days, she is working as a professional videographer at the Japan branch of a company that produces advertisements. Ice is originally from the Philippines, and in this discussion, she shared about what first brought her to Japan, some of the things she's found challenging about living and working here, and also some advice for people considering moving to another country. I think you will enjoy her storytelling and her sense of humor. Make sure to find her online at ice-ayoso.com. Enjoy! On this episode of Non-Native Creative, I am joined by my friend and former colleague and excellent human, Ice. Ice. Ayoso. I wasn't oh. sure if I should say Aiza or not. Is well, Ice is fine. Ice is fine. Isa, um, my mom calls me Isa when she's trying to wake me up in the morning. I see. <laughs> so I so, should not call you that. So it's either Isa or Ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'll probably stick with Ice. Yeah. Or probably something along the lines of Ice. <laughs> ice. <laughs> because you make me laugh a lot. Aww. Oh, heartwarming <laughs> joke. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for coming to talk to me today. I'm very excited to talk to you because you are doing lots of video-related projects in worlds about which I know very little. And we talked a little bit about it earlier, <laughs> but I am excited to talk to you and to share what you have done with other people. So, Other people. Other people, including other. including that girl, <laughs> our, guest in, our guest in the studio from earlier today. <laughs> so I want to start. Uh, I will start every podcast uh, with this question. Okay. I know that you're an X Men, X Men person. You're an, you're a superhero-y type oh, person. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. So I want to start every episode of this podcast by asking uh, if you were, if you could think of yourself as a superhero, how would you explain your origin story? What? What? My origin story. Yes. If I was a superhero. Yeah. So, like, to get to where you are today, as the person that you are, what is kind of like your origin point? Like, how did it all get started for oh. you? What is Ice's origin story? Um, I think like <clears throat> I got bitten by a microphone or okay. a microphone cable. <laughs> no, no, no. I think not really my microphone, but okay. Let's. I got bitten by an RCA cable. Oh, very specific. Okay. <laughs> okay. When I was a kid. What's an RCA cable for those of uh, us who don't know? For those of you who's like born in the 90s, maybe. I don't know what RCA So, th- there used to be a cable that has three plugs in it. One is yellow, mm-hmm. one is red, and one is white. Oh, that one. Like the one you had in like the back of the Nintendo? Yeah, or the back of a VHS. Oh, we're going way back now. <laughs> <laughs> So the yellow one is for the video and the the red and white one is for the audio. Okay. So yeah, I got bitten by that when I was small. I see. So and then I got addicted to like gadgets and equipments. Really? <laughs> yeah. But wh- okay, why why specifically do you say that cable though? Like what was why was it just what attracted you? Why why did you say the cable of all gadgets to choose from? Why did you choose a cable? I guess I'm like, I can't quite wrap my head around that. Okay. But um, just fun fact, like, did you know that um, your, the cable you have for your headphones, mm-hmm. if it's a different, like, like thickness and stuff, it, it 
changes the quality of your audio. Okay. So um, it's not just like a cable. Um, I guess like when I was small, like, um, wait, no, I, I started with my brother used to have this audio component, mm-hmm. and I used to love watching anime, and I would want to record the opening song of an anime. Okay. So I get this cable <laughs> from the back of the TV, oh. put it into the recorder, <laughs> and then and then you record on a tape, a cassette tape. Whoa! <laughs> and then like yeah, so I get my my music from there, but my brother would always be angry. He's like, "Why is the cable not in the right?" Because you would leave them there. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> so, Got it. Yeah. So it started by doing that, and then. Mm-hmm you morphed into a video being. Yeah. I guess also like old cameras had those RCA cables. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, do you know The Ring? The movie? The terrifying movie? Yeah, the original one from Japan. How could I forget? (laughs) It only traumatized me as a young person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I went and actually recorded that part of the movie into an actual VHS. Which part of the movie? Where she's um, coming out of the... The scariest (laughs) part of the whole film? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. So I got, like, this VHS from, like, like, an old VHS shop. Okay. And just took it and just recorded it right in the middle. Oh. And then we had a class um, excursion, class trip. I see where this is going. (laughs) I like this. Okay, continue. (laughs) And the bus in the class trip has an actual TV with a VHS thing. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, I have this movie. Can I play it? <laughs> so I just put it on there. But the thing is, like, a lot of the people were sleeping but that, by that time. So oh. it's like, was anyone uh, there to see this epic prank? Yeah, I guess so. But I, I, it wasn't as good as I thought it would uh, be. Uh. But, but yeah. I'm, 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 I'm still safe from Sadako because I've recorded in the videos and made people watch it. <laughs> this, was, this was you passing the curse <laughs> off to somebody else yeah. then. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. So, so that was kind of like your first, f- yeah, adventure into the world of video and video editing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's tape. quite a story. Wow. Yeah, Would you? Oh wow, we were working with tape. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this, all of this was taking place in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was it? So you mentioned that you liked anime, and so you mm-hmm. were recording like the intros to your favorite anime songs. Then. Yeah, yeah. So was that kind of the the thing that kicked off your interest in Japan as well? Uh, yep. Mm. So, every time like someone asks me, it's like, "What? Um, what's your kikake?" I yeah, guess the, I could never really yeah translate it into point. English. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh, it's actually Sailor Moon." Really? <laughs> yeah, because I really liked it, and that's like that's the first anime I watched that I remember. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was yeah, it was Sailor Moon. Yeah, and it was because the Philippines is so close to Japan. I guess that like. A lot of these animes were in like just national TV. Oh, really? It was ju- it was dubbed though in Filipino. Uh-huh. At first, they would change the names of the characters. The characters because mm. like Japanese sounding names is hard to remember or something. Oh. Recently, they don't anymore. But like before, like Usagi was like bunny. <laughs> oh, I can cut it. So it was like a yeah. really direct translation. Yeah, and it's like Ami doesn't doesn't need to be translated because like it's kind of sounds like Ami. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So that was so it was from that, and then 
that kind of combined with like your interest in in video and audio work and then you came to Japan. How old were you when you came to Japan? Or rather, um, like, what was your first experience here, maybe? I was, actually, I was 20, I think. 20. Yeah, the Seijin Shiki is 20, right? Yeah, yeah, you're Yeah, I, I remember yeah. coming here and it's like, oh, like, you're exactly 20, so you can come and go to the Seijin Shiki. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so for people who don't know, Japan has, like, the Seijin, Seijin no Hi, which is yeah. coming of age day, where, like, everybody who's become 20, which is, like, the age of the adulthood in Japan, everybody has, like, a special day where they dress up and they take pictures and go out. It's, like, celebration of their new adulthood. So you were here on that day when you were 20. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Was that on purpose? Were you planning that? No, 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 not. I didn't know about the Sage and Shiki before. Oh, really? That. Yeah. And the funny thing is, during that time, they played, um, Nanake, Nanchara Densetsu, Moonlight Densetsu, the opening song of Sailor Moon. Oh, really? Oh, and an orchestra. So where where was all of this <laughs> happening? You were in Tokyo for this. Uh, no, this one I was. It was for an exchange student program. Mm -hmm. I was in Hyogo. Okay. Ken. It's right next to Kobe, so I just call it Kobe, but it's actually in Miki City. Okay. No one knows it. Neighbor <laughs> I do not know it, but a no. neighboring city of Kobe. Yeah. I see. So that was for a student exchange program, yeah. like as a university student? Yeah. Mm. And I guess there was actually this one pathway that I was kind of like, it's either I learn Chinese or I learn Japanese. Oh. Because in the Philippines, well, at least in my university, we have to have like... Um, what you call this uh, non-local language elective? Oh, right. Yeah, there's like a, a requirement. Foreign, foreign language. Right. We yeah. had that in my university too. Yeah. yeah. And of course, English is not one of them. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a lot. You could even learn Bahasa Indonesia. Really? Yeah, in my university. But like, so I was choosing between Chinese and Japanese because I was also like addicted to like um, Kung Fu movies before. Cool. <laughs> and we had like, Oh my god, I miss my cable channel with all the Chinese movies in it. Anyway. You had a cable channel with only Chinese movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, that's that's something that I feel like is kind of hard to get into, you know? Like, if you're just a kid at home and you're like, I don't understand what these people are saying. But there's, like, maybe action sometimes or, like, drama that you can at least understand a little bit. But they were flying. <laughs> Of the roofs. Oh, I can immediately so see. So, as that's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, that's so cool. Some of them have subtitles, though, so it was easy to understand for okay. me. Some of them didn't, but it was still funny. I don't know how. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I specifically remember my mom coming home and, like, she was saying, like, oh, like, you shouldn't turn the volume up too much. Your, our neighbors might think you speak Chinese. Would that be bad? And I'm like, yeah, now that I'm looking at it, I was like, would that be bad? Now I speak Japanese and I'm in Japan. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know what she was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, that was like another little thing that made you think like, yeah, I would like to go to like Asia and I would like to put together all my different yeah. interests and like make something happen. So how yeah. long was your stay near Kobe City? Uh, it was just for a year, actually. Okay. Because, yeah, just uh, one year. Okay. <clears throat> what were you studying then? Uh, it was. It was, it was specifically just specifically language. Yeah, it was language. Um, it's uh, exchange student. Like they only put you in the English department, though. Like so, the English speaking classes, or yeah, English some other kind of English department. No, like it was a 
there um that university had a specific English department that oh. like people like I don't know maybe it's like easier to take care of foreign students mm-hmm. in the English department. Mm, I see. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was a very very good experience. That's cool. So after you finished that, you went back to the Philippines. Yeah, and then like I did the rest of my university basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of university, the reason why I was I was. Um, choosing between Chinese or Japanese because of kanji. Kanji? Because like, I really want to learn about Chinese characters. Oh, and like, because uh, Japanese and kanji, Jap- or Japanese yeah. kanji and Chinese kanji like share a lot yeah. of the same characters. But yeah. now I'm like... Mm. You wish you'd learn Chinese, do you think? <laughs> no, I wish there's no kanji. <laughs> <laughs> Notoriously difficult to learn, yeah, for, yeah. for, non, uh, for people who come from non-kanji-using countries, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so... Yeah. Um, so I, I went back to university mm-hmm. and like I did a simple yeah, kanji exam for it to, to take my credit as the Japanese mm-hmm. course because yeah this w- that's one of the requirements and then I went to do my thesis film I actually put in some like Japanese um, in it too mm-hmm. what was your thesis on? It, um, so as a film student we have to do our own film basically mm-hmm. and mine is just is I would call it a comedy but like it's about these two lesbians who found each other but then there were Angels and homophobes covered in powder, baby powder. <laughs> okay. Running around and stuff. Okay. And uh, do you know Archangel Michael? Archangel Michael, like uh, as a as a like a, a, a an icon, a religious icon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like that uh, uh, angel made it into an Archangel Michaela because like, who cares about gender? <laughs> okay. When you're an angel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So was there kind of like a, a story that the thesis was telling? Yeah, it's it's mostly about um uh, yeah like religion um isn't isn't separate from like being a lesbian. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I'm not very religious, but like there are some people who is like if you're a lesbian you cannot be Christian okay. or something. But like to me it's like it's just one of it's like they don't care. <laughs> gotcha. I mean. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And anyway, yeah, that was it. So that was kind of the focus for the thesis. And then once you were finished with film school, then you came directly to Japan? Yeah, um, I, I applied for the Mombusha Scholarship. Ah, uh, the, uh, what's it called in the English? The MEXT. The MEXT, yeah, like the, the International Government Scholarship. Yeah, or they sponsor yeah. international students, right? Yeah. Mm. So I got that and got into Tokyo Gedai mm-hmm. because of it. So Tokyo, that's what, uh, Tokyo Art, an art university. Yeah, Tokyo mm. University for the Arts. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, I got to the film film part of it mm-hmm. because I'm a film student. Right, <laughs> right, right. I don't like do music or So like, were you paint. going for, like, for your master's in film then here? It, at first it was just research, but then my sensei was like, um, uh, you, you would learn more if you apply as a master's student. So oh, I'm like, okay. okay. My mm-hmm. research was supposed to be like how how they implement manga into live action anime mm-hmm. because like I just I, I found it cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Is that uniquely Japanese? I think at first it was but now it's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like we have all the the superhero like mm-hmm. movies now. Yeah, like the most recent Spider-Man is a good one or not maybe not the most recent now but the Into the Spider-Verse one. Oh yeah. That was yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. that was like a, a moving comic book. That was amazing. Yeah, that 
I love the animation in that one. That was super cool. Yeah. Awesome. So you did that, and then you were doing your studies at Geidai, and then eventually this led to like looking for video work in Tokyo then. Yeah. Mm. So when I was a student, like um, it was funded by the government, so I don't have to pay school fees, but like I still need some money. So I did. I was looking for a part-time job, mm-hmm. and mm. I got it from Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah, from the innovative job. All right, we all had like <laughs> the same experience. That that's where we all met. Yeah, yep. and on uh, Craigslist was where the job that I was found was posted as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Was yours one? Your one? I said on the podcast. Yeah, Meg, <laughs> Meg is on an earlier earlier episode of this uh, series. <laughs> also found her job there, and that's where we all met. You were my former, I guess, producer at the company, f- producer, videographer, everythinger, mesh machine, yeah, everything there. So that was actually your initially a part time job for you, yeah. doing like in house work for a language learning company. Yes, doing all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm. So at first we were working on like Final Cut Pro and Motion and I don't even know how to use them now, but we switched to Adobe which was way more normal, I guess. Uh that was more like at, at least at that time it was better as a better choice for the the software that was available. Yeah, I guess like because like we were um there was like the whole Mac versus Windows thing before. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh my god, I've been here so long. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been for you now? Like 10 years now. Oh, same then, yeah. 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 Ooh. It's have, like, sorry. No, no, not at all. But like, I was going to ask, have you worked, most of your working life then has been here in Tokyo? Yeah, definitely. Have you done any work in like projects in other countries? Uh, n- Not paid work. Mm. It's just like helping out in shoots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know how the tax system works in the Philippines. So, so. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. not, not very, yeah. Gotcha, I could see, yeah. But, um, what was it? Yeah, um, I worked there, like, as a, as a, I was called a video intern for, like, two years, I guess, because mm-hmm. I was doing my master's while doing it. Okay. But, yeah, I learned all of my After Effects skills during that time, mm-hmm. so... Very, very nice experience. So it was kind of like a good introduction to a lot of different a lot of different things I imagine then. Like yeah. not just software but also just like hands on like Yeah. How working to like work with, with people. people. Yeah, 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 for sure. Working with schedules. people with different like cultural backgrounds. Right. Basically. Yeah, because you were doing you were like managing shoots for like native speakers of languages from many different countries, right? Yeah. And, like, managing, like, different personalities and different expectations of, like, how the work is going to go. Yeah. Like, was that... It was, I imagine at times that must be challenging. Yeah, but, like, it's it's more fun than challenging. It's, like, the challenging part is, like, they don't show up. Uh, so, I'm like, okay. Well. Did that happen a lot? <laughs> I mean, some, some people, mm. yeah. I'm not going to mention... Like names. which languages no. and names, of course. No, but no. yeah, it's. I don't think it's that hard, cause like yeah, it's simple. Like we just roll the camera, you say the script. I guess like the challenging, I guess part is, some people have problems reading the script. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, because the scripts are all in English. Yeah, and then the speaker's native language a bit yeah. too. And it's like the teleprompter, just like getting used to it, mm-hmm. is kind of hard for some people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. Okay. That's cool. Uh, ah, most challenging bit is like waking up at, I mean, getting there at six. <laughs> That's right. We used to have to do like 
crack of dawn shoots. Yeah. Yeah. Getting up so early to come and set up. Like, that was, oh, man, those yeah. old days, like, when we used to do shoots in the very, very back of the office. Now it's, yeah. like, there's a proper studio and I everything. Know. I'm, like, after eight years or something. <laughs> I know. It took, like, what? It took eight years to get, like, an actual video studio. And mm-hmm. now that we have it, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Don't have to do that anymore. But that was challenging, I imagine. Yeah, challenging for you, challenging for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. But that was the reason why I discovered Monster. Monster Energy Drink? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like uh-huh. pr- pa- part of my identity. <laughs> it's part of your identity. Yeah. Even now, do you still drink Monster at work now? Yeah, but I switched to the the white one because the sugar is less. I, I mean, see. I, I think it's a different sugar or whatever. Oh, I see. Right. So you were you were working. We worked together for many years, and then you recently decided like, okay, like I've kind of I'm ready to kind of like graduate from this experience. You mm-hmm. know, I'm ready to move on to the next challenge for me. <laughs> so you've you've kind of branched out into doing more like advertising related work. Yeah. Then, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. So like, and it like it sounds like you had like a couple of places that you kind of tried to see. Oh, is this a good fit for me? And then ultimately, you're now doing kind of like commercial. Like related work, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's still like in the realm of advertising. I think mm-hmm. yeah. mm. it's not like the TV commercials you see, but mm-hmm. I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, are you're? So if we wanted to assign you like a title for something, would you be called like a videographer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. a videographer because like I basically do everything. Like like my master's was actually art director for film. So okay. we we made like sets or costumes mm. or fake blood, my favorite. Wow, that's a lot of different things. <laughs> and then like, I, I I'm able to do After Effects so and editing so it's post production. Mm-hmm. That's all inside videographer. I mean, I guess videographer normally is like you shoot and you edit it and make a whole video yourself. Okay, I see. So it's like all all of the roles yeah. come together. Okay, and is the company that you're working for now a Japanese company? It's a Japanese company, but um, it's a global network. Mm. But it's the Japanese br- branch. It's mm-hmm. one of the Japanese branches. Okay. So yeah. are your are your team members mostly Japanese people, or are they people from other countries? Oh, they're they're also um, most of them are Japanese, but some are like have um, they're Japanese, but they grew up in America, mm-hmm. and like some are actually like French or Korean. Mm. Is there American in there? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So it's like it's it's fairly like international. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, cause this part, um, our side of the the Jap- Japan brand is mm. that we deal with global, um, brands mm-hmm. who wants to localize in Japan or like Japanese brands who wants to go global. Mm. So yeah, I think we are um, um, our work would be like very very internationally focused mm-hmm. or like we have to deal with international sides mm. of the business okay okay so yeah i think yeah there's more um diversity i see in our office i see so it's not like you're making things like uh specifically targeted just to like uh for example from like a japanese company to a japanese audience but yeah yeah, the, yeah there's a few different kinds of factors that you have to take into mind mm. when you're putting something together okay cool yeah. so come like your experience now compared to say like I mean when you were working doing like language related videos is it like totally completely like another world level of difference Mm, I think not really but like just the the stakes are higher and it's like everything needs to be done like uh, like like, because learning videos it goes for like you you know 10 minutes to in order to 
to teach something. Right. And also, like, a lot of the content we were making, are making is, like, it was YouTube-based, too. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, like, when it comes to, like, advertisements, we have, like, a tiny amount of time to mm. get our message across. Okay. So, like, that's, like, the challenge of it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, like, how do you, um, yeah, grab someone's attention mm-hmm. and listen to it for, like, six seconds mm. and, like, say whatever you need to say. Mm-hmm. So... It is fun that way because like it's it's like it's it's still like a puzzle you want to solve. Yeah, but th- I mean that that is a totally different. Like you have to strategize in a much different way. Like you mm. have to like condense everything. Like mm. if like you're saying like a YouTube video and you know someone's gonna sit there and watch for ten minutes to learn something. That's a totally different approach yeah. than if you're trying to like convince someone to buy a product or like to use a service or something. Yeah. So that's cool though. Yeah, but like yeah, we have like a. Like our team is way bigger. Mm-hmm. Just for one product, it's like we have to go through the like the creative director, mm-hmm. the art director, the the cop- copywriter, mm-hmm. and everyone. So it's like it's 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 a team team effort. That's basically. cool. Yeah. That's cool. So is there anything that's like you feel like you're kind of specialized in, or it's like I always get excited when I work on this kind of project, or like I'm mm-hmm. super excited to like do this kind of thing. Is there anything like that for you? It's like right now, I, um, I'm really excited when I do motion graphics, because mm-hmm. like yeah, like because I see a lot of like things on the train is just like moving like slideshows and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like recently I've been watching all those ads on the trains Oh, now. like paying attention to those things yeah. to see how other people are doing it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that makes me excited. But also like some part of me is still super excited for doing shoots. Because right now I barely do the shoots. Mm-hmm. Because shoots um, involve a lot of people a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So we like when you get like a TV commercial like um, project that immediately goes to like a production company. Mm-hmm. Because they have everything. I see. But, like, if it's, like, an uh, internal corporate something, we could still do it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I miss shoots, too. <laughs> I see. Like, actually getting to work with people and, like, make yeah. something together with, like, a team of people. And, like, going back to, like, handing a lot of gadgets. Ah. So that's still, like, that's still kind of something that you like to do. Yeah. Like, even, like, before this shoot today, you're, like, <laughs> sitting there, like sharing all these interesting things I didn't know about this camera that I've been using <laughs> like oh I can control it from my phone yeah like I had no idea yeah. so here you are like saving the day gadget wise again too that is cool that is cool oh, yeah but is there anything like if you had to like choose your dream project or if there's like something that you really want to make because you were you're talking about how you were making kind of films in film mm-hmm. school and I know that you've made some like you've done some short film work outside of like your like professional work too or oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe it was professional but like is are there any other like kind of projects that you also would really like to be able to create someday well like definitely like my dream is to actually make a, a movie mm. or like be part of like um a movie that like I really like the message of, mm-hmm. um, like um, something that like promotes like uh, lesbian gender um, and, and gender um, uh, topics, mm-hmm. and and not in like a very art house drama way, but more in a cool like superhero way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like there's a there's a, a character that's like kind of the focus of the story, and it's made to look like like a cool like kind of kick ass character as opposed to like a oh like poor me sort of yeah interpretation yeah mm. I mean like yeah there's a been a lot of like the L word like Sex and the City vibe kind of thing, mm-hmm. but um also that's like 
yeah, that's cool. But then I want to be like over the top I see. and extra. <laughs> just, just for the fun of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That could be fun. So it, because, I don't know, it's like, my um, it really sticks to me more if I, I, yeah, if it's campy and like super <laughs> colorful vibrant stuff mm-hmm. just like attacking your visual <laughs> i see but yeah so i'm like that sticks to me more than like yeah let's have fun tonight girls i get it yeah. so like for you that's just that's just some, like a more relatable like yeah maybe i don't know if eye-catching is the right word but it's like it's something that really like strikes you you know yeah You're yeah like, oh yeah. yeah i'm gonna remember that for a while like that experience yeah, yeah. and it's i guess like it's not much of it has been done too so like it's kind of fresh for uh, a lot of people mm. if they get to see something like that yeah and like it, i mean admittedly i'm not really familiar with any kind of like lesbian or gay or uh like media because i mean as a straight person i guess i i haven't had like the feeling to like go and like search that kind of thing out mm. but does that kind of mate- like material does that kind of media even does anything even similar to what you just described exist um right now i'm just like everyone's just hoping that like this superhero is gay or lesbian but like of course like big big studios would never say so right like they they prefer to like leave it unsaid yeah oh as opposed to just like making the decision i mean like no we're gonna like present this person yeah like Like, yeah let's just do it yeah Mm, i I guess like there's some in like tv series Mm -hmm. now like american tv series i guess Hmm. Um. C- CW. I don't watch it. Okay. Oh yeah, you've been here for ten years. <laughs> I forget. I don't watch very much TV. I watch a couple things. Like yeah. Watch, uh, yeah. The Netflix. I yeah. haven't really found something like that on Netflix at least. I see. I see. That sounds very cool oh, yeah. though. Like I can I can imagine that. I can imagine that, and like I can imagine like the importance of having a team of people behind a, a project like that that has like an intimate connection with yeah, that kind yeah. of project too would make such a difference as opposed to like a big like Hollywood studio trying to make something similar. Yeah, you know? definitely. Mm. Yeah, that's why like, yeah, it's important that like you have people who understand the characters behind the scenes working. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. I want to shift topics a little bit uh, <laughs> about like your work experience and coming to coming to Japan and working in Japan and all that kind of stuff. Like now you said you've been here for 10 years. Is there anything that you know now that you wish you had known before? Like when you first began your work? <laughs> Tax. Tax? <laughs> <laughs> no. Tax? <laughs> I still don't know it, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. You know. Surely. It's, okay. No, uh, let's see. <laughs> Cause, like, uh, but you mean, like, how to navigate the Japanese tax system? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hurdle. Yeah. It's a hurdle for it. A... I mean, like, like, doing freelance is fun in a way, but, like, yeah, then you have to think of this thing. So, mm. like, anyway. Sorry. Okay, but that's, a, I mean, that's a reality. You know? <laughs> that's a reality of doing doing your work in any foreign country, mm-hmm. I think, you know. It's like, ooh, there's, there's, there's all the fun of doing, like, a creative yeah. project in some other country, and then you get down to it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, how do I make sure I do all this legally? <laughs> like, yeah. Properly. Oh, man. <laughs> and then you get take, kicked like, out of the country. Yeah, and then you have to take, like, I don't know about you, but I'll, like, sit in my house for, like, three days straight in, like, a summoning circle of, like, receipts, <laughs> like, in front of my <laughs> computer. Like, oh, my God, I have to, like, you know, check we all We need these to things. have, like, tax night. 
Tax night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just coming, come over. Like, let's do our taxes. Yeah, it's very exciting. But to be fair, like, I feel like the, in general, like, the Japanese tax office is very helpful. Like, if you, yeah. like, take a question into them, they'll help you for free. And that's something yeah. I didn't know for a long time either. Like, that was really helpful and, like, not so scary. Mm. So that's, I feel like we don't, at least in the States, well, maybe we do now. But that was something that I didn't think, I would never think to do in the USA. Like, just mm-hmm. take my question to a person at the tax office <laughs> that's just sitting there at a dedicated, like, corner <laughs> to answer my stupid questions. But that's something cool. But well, yeah. tax, okay, <laughs> tax is one thing. You wish you had known, and now you do. Um, I think it's most of... Uh, some part of me wish that like I've started just working inside the the filmmaking industry and mm-hmm. not like going through like um, YouTube um, and stuff mm-hmm. because like they have a thing here in this country. I tried when I tried to shift over to advertising, is that like oh you don't have any advertising background so like um, it's not you're not really what we're looking for. Okay, so it's like. So how do you get in? I see. So yeah. it's kind of like if you don't start from advertising, they question whether or not like the experience you do have yeah. is going to be valuable. Yeah. Mm. And it's weird because like I'm not applying to be like an agio person in advertising. Agio means sales. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah the sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, or like, um, yeah. But I want to get like my video skills mm-hmm. and like make it for right the advertising apply them to something different from yeah. what you've made in the past so yeah. but then like because yeah because part of me is also like i want to do more films than mm-hmm. advertising but like i like them both mm. Mm. most also because advertising gives you money <laughs> too <laughs> so advertising is a little bit better in terms of like a secure yeah. job because like film is I think film is mostly f- freelance based and it's hard um, you know freelance is hard like if you sometimes you have a lot of jobs sometimes you don't and also tax um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a theme here I'm yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but but yeah for me film filmmaking is still like um, my dream um, unlike um, just doing bunch of stuff for advertising but it's also like very stable way to go for sure yeah for sure absolutely and yeah so maybe i'll cross over one day i'm Mm -hmm. not sure but like i'm here right now yeah (laughs) kind of thing so the job that you have now with a like japanese company or well part of part of like a japanese branch of a company Mm -hmm. that was was when you interviewed for that job where they were was one of their concerns like oh you don't have advertising experience no, it was um, a different uh, place that actually told me. And it's not mm. actually, I think I just got the, the feedback from like, a recruiter or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this one, but this one they said, it's like, oh, it, it really helps that you have been in advertising. Because like, before this job, I went to another advertising job. Mm. And that, that place is more international. So mm-hmm. like, they kind of were just hiring people basically i see so that was easier to get in mm. so i think yeah it's a big deal to them okay that, like you like have that experience or like just being in the industry uh do you think that's kind of like a japanese style of thinking 
I think so. Or would that be the same in any other country? I wonder. But then, like, I haven't been right. I haven't tried other countries. Right. So, so that's just kind of the vibe here mm-hmm. for sure. There's something else that I wanted to ask you about, though. Do you use Japanese at work? Um, not as much. Mm. When I have to r- write emails, though, no, I only write to my producer who is French, or like I do it in English. Mm-hmm. But it, but like if you want to be conversing uh, with other people, then like I use Japanese. Mm. Have you or, felt like yeah. there's like a a language barrier in any of the jobs that you've done? Um, well, like the first one, like so. This dude, w- uh, it's not in this show, so the one before was like saying like, oh, my Japanese is not good. And uh, it he might be that my Japanese is not good enough. That's why I wasn't able to take his directions properly. And I'm oh. like, but like, I, it's just putting the blame on me. Because like, we agreed that like, we're going to come in on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, basically. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, but that's not the Japanese. Like, he was saying that like, um, I should have done it this way, this way, this way. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but we weren't there to actually like. Oh, I see. And then in the end, it was like um, the actual delivery date, and they the the client is the one who like saw a kanji mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I only copy pasted mm-hmm. it from that dude's mm-hmm. like script. Uh-huh. So I'm like, who's like bad at Japanese now? <laughs> <laughs> I see. So sometimes, some like while there yeah. may be like language barrier issues, yeah. sometimes there are also just other just general like human yeah. mistakes. It's yeah. just like a lot of Japanese people like still think that like once you don't know this one word, you don't know Japanese. Oh, it's like even made a mistake like a bit with like what you're saying. Then like oh you you um I might I need to speak to you in English because you don't know. Japanese. I've had that experience too yeah. actually. Like if I if there's like one vocabulary word I don't know in a conversation, mm-hmm. like they'll sometimes I'll I'll ask the question or whatever and be like oh what does that word mean or like a friend will explain the word to me but then they they assume like from that point on like oh she doesn't really speak yeah. Japanese. I'm like no please just continue talking to me. I just didn't know that one word. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like. It's like, it's very black and white basically. Yeah, I've had I've had that issue a couple yeah. of times too. Although there was this one very embarrassing moment. <laughs> what happened? What <laughs> it happened? was like last week during health check. <laughs> during, okay. So this time the health check happens in our company. So like the health check people come to our company. Okay. Um, so I was lying there with like a, a bunch of my colleague colleagues, like five of them or something. Mm-hmm. And the the nurse or something, medical person, comes over. It's like, is Japanese okay? Like, Nihongo dajibu this guy. And mm. I said, like, oh, dajibu this. Mm. And then she was checking my thing. It's like, have you eaten something before then, whatever? And like I said, no, yes. So like, is it blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then she was checking. It's like, oh, you have, you have your pee? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They make you bring your own... Yeah. sample to the health check yeah. you're responsible for preparing a sample prior to the health check yeah and it's like so yeah b- prior health checks so like we all need to bring pee okay fine and then there's this other there's this other um um i don't know it's like a flask not the flask like a vial vial or something it's okay. made of plastic i didn't really know what it's about okay. so i just brought it and it's like oh you don't have your how about your oben? Oh. It's like, oh. It's like, like, what's like, oh, oh, like, well, apparently you can also, like, opt out of it. 
So I was like, what's an oben? I was like, I was like, oben? And he was like, yeah, you don't have your oben. And she takes out the the the, the vial. I was like, you don't have it. I'm like, oh, I don't know what it is. So I was uh-huh. like, I asked my, just like my colleague to my side, very loud, like, what's an oben? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is? And the answer is, it's, it's poop. <laughs> so that's my Japanese like um, Japanese word of the week. <laughs> now you'll never forget the word, right? Yep. <laughs> it's a little, a little trauma, a little healthcare trauma. Is like, yeah, what's a ben? I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no graceful way. Like when you don't know what that means. Like, how, how else are you gonna like? Yeah. How do you know that that's maybe? It's like, like imagine like someone now. just asking like, "What's a feces?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like. I think it's like that. So I'm like, I don't know. I have to ask. <laughs> so, so I'm like, cute. by that point, I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I will take any. I will not give you any of it right now. I'm opting out of this. <laughs> yes, I do not have any choice. Or it's either to throw away my shame <laughs> or do this uh, and do this test or like just opt out of it. I see. So you opted out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good. to opt out. Yep. Okay. I'm good with the Ben. <laughs> well, important words. Yeah. Important words to know. Important. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, then in kind of moving towards the end of our time together, our talk together, I want to ask you now about forward, more forward thinking things. Uh, I want to ask you what or who really like inspires you or is there somebody that you really like someone's work or a group's work that you're really interested in or someone that you really want to work with in the future? Like someone's movies that you really like, or an artist, or something. I mean, like it's that. so it, like it feels so weird to like just name someone from Hollywood and stuff, and I'm like, mm. they're like Hollywood people. Mm. Like, I don't think I'm never gonna be that level, but like, who knows and stuff. <laughs> True, but like, it's not even like working with these known people. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I feel like I want to work with the people who made like Game of Thrones. Ah. <laughs> Or that show? I don't know. It's like it's because it's art direction, like um, costume heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that would be cool. Mm. Like having your own set, like going to Scotland <laughs> and filming on location. On location. Yeah, these like really big epic stories. I want to meet the dragon. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. And. Yeah, I was actually like just researching more about like filming in in London, and there's like, there's, I feel like they make cooler stuff than Hollywood. To be honest, I could I see I kind of see what you mean. Like I feel like the stuff that I've watched, some of the things that I've watched in British media are a bit like grittier. Yeah. Than Hollywood media. Yeah. Like like the sh- have you seen Luther? Yeah. Oh my God, I love Luther. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So good, so uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 British like um detective like series are so good. Yeah, I'm Sherlock. Like, yeah, I'm just like yeah. I definitely would like to work with those people. For basically. sure. And I mean like, these because like some Hollywood films actually like film in like London studios. Really? Yeah. Mm. Not sure which ones, huh. but like, yeah. I don't know if it's something to do with tax. <laughs> but um, speaking of which, I actually like just watched a movie yesterday night. Yeah? It was like, um, <laughs> what's the fun in Hollywood? 
Oh, is, is that the, the new, the new Leonardo Tarantino? DiCaprio yeah. one? I've, yeah. I've heard things. I've yeah. heard words. It was, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a Tarantino film. I see vibe. Anyway, um, but yeah, they were talking about like filming a lot. So just like yeah, the like, I would like to be in a film set basically. <laughs> what if you like? Do you imagine yourself being in Tokyo or in Japan, long term? Then, um, I feel like right now, to me, Tokyo is still like a stepping stone. Mm. I feel like I I could still do um, more outside mm-hmm. of Tokyo, basically. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, while I'm here, I'm like, like doing all the stuff I I could. Cool. Basically. So if you met somebody who's like thinking of coming to Japan, coming to work in Japan and doing like media related work, do you have any like advice for them? Um networking mm. is like is really a, you need networking. Okay. Cuz you can't just come here and like I do stuff. Even if you have like a very good resume, like people will be like Sure. <laughs> yeah, who do you know? Then, Why should I yeah. trust you? Yeah. yeah, but then, like, I know this guy who knows this guy, mm-hmm. and, like, we work with them before, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So, like, yeah, networking is is a must. Okay. Basically. Okay. Do you have Meishi? You have Meishi, uh, business cards, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's I another mean, little thing uh, that I yeah. think a lot of people don't, like, they underestimate mm-hmm. the importance of having a physical business card to yeah. hand to somebody. Yeah. You've got to have that if you want to work with, like, with Japanese people. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. And for sure. Yeah, having your own like website, mm. it helped me a lot. Okay, because like it made me more more memorable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and ah, uh, I kind of want to. What? <laughs> I want to show my meishi. Oh, <laughs> show! I don't know that we'll be able to like see it. Oh, uh, the camera is quite small. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little as- outside assistance. It's not my meishi for my actual work right now. Uh, this is your uh, your freelance ma- so yeah meishi yeah. means business card. Oh your yeah, freelance, yeah sorry. Your freelance business card. Yeah, my freelance business card. Because you like you actually drew. Yeah. If it's the one that you showed me a, yeah, a while yeah, yeah. back, you actually drew characters that represented the different things that you were capable of doing, right? Yep. And put them on business cards. Yes. So she's grabbing her business card from her ASMR. card case. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ASMR directions from our yeah. our, our, our studio oh, guest today. Okay. <laughs> this is a business card. I like how right out of the gate this is an ASMR podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, so, so what is on, what is on this business so card? So I have the director card. Uh-huh. So I make it more like, look like a playing card basically. Mm-hmm. So if you remember like the Joker and the Queen, they're like on top and bottom, like, you could do it um, one way or the other. Okay, so the cards, fa- like, whether it's facing, like, the correct way up or not. Yeah. It's the same. So, so, yeah, I just I just made it look like that. Okay. Maybe I'll just take a picture of this and, like, post it on the yeah. project page or something. And so this is the, the filmmaker card. And I have a different one with, like, the cinematographer card. I think that's the one that you gave <laughs> me. It was, like, the cinematographer. Oh, Maybe okay. the videographer. It's, like, something that ha- someone has a camera, like, on uh, their yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then that's the. It's like it's also like Yu-Gi-Oh. So do you like <laughs> choose which card to give to which person, or do you? Just yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of. Um, cause um, if I worked as an art director, I do the art director card. Mm. But yeah, it was. I just printed like first. I just printed them, 
at home, and mm-hmm. then like I found this place in Hong Kong that <laughs> nice. But yeah, so that's business like card. definitely an investment to make for sure. Yeah, and a website. Okay, business card, website, networking. or like like a reel, something you could show. Right. Yeah. Not just going, hey, I know how to do yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. It's like a resume is like okay, but like they they couldn't they don't really know what you worked on if you they just see the words mm-hmm. basically. So uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. I think that's about all of the questions that I have and all of the time that I will take from you. Do you have any oh. finishing thoughts that you would <laughs> like to add? Oh my god, taxes. <laughs> <laughs> just and with that. Thank yeah. you very much for chatting with me. <laughs> I enjoyed this immensely, as always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Non-Native Creative. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so that you never miss an interview. Also, please make sure to stop by the project Patreon at patreon.com slash non-nativecreative. Patrons can get access to Patreon-only discussions, bonus behind-the-scenes media, interview transcripts, and access to patron-only live streams. Your support will help make sure the series can continue to share exciting, interesting stories from creative people working across borders. Thanks again for listening. See you next week.